Welcome to Cowboys, not Eggheads. Home of the brave, not home of the fearful. The world needs more cowboys and fewer eggheads. We're everywhere podcasts are found. So tell your fellow cowboys, and let's keep the conversation alive on Facebook and Twitter. And now, Cowboys, not Eggheads, with Sam Fisher. Welcome, Cowboys Not Egghead. Today, producer Chad weighs in. Chad Bischoff is the producer of Cowboys Not Eggheads and one of the inspirations for the podcast. And you can check him out uh, because he has his own podcast, which I was a guest on, which, uh, not to drop any names, but also happened to be the most uh, most listened to podcast he's ever produced. But um, as a guest, uh, but uh, the name of the, his podcast is called Less Than 2000. So Chad wanted to, after about a year, we're going to start this whole thing over because it's just shitty. <laughs> no, I think you leave that in. <laughs> we'll leave what in? Leave the shitty part. The yeah, shitty that was a horrible in. opening. No. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> and you can gloat. Let's, re- let's not kid ourselves uh, yeah. that you, by far and away, have the most listened to episode of all oh, of less than 2,000. That's crazy. So maybe we won't redo the opening. Okay. Uh, Chad has listened to Cowboys Not Eggheads, obviously, since its inception, and um, probably knows more about uh, what I, where I want to go with the podcast more than anybody else. But he he sort of suggested or wants to wanted to come on, and uh, because I think he's got some ideas about uh, my whole philosophy philo- philosophical. Uh, approach to the to the podcast the premise of the podcast welcome chad how are you doing good I, i'd say it's nice to be here but uh i'm always here so it's <laughs> i don't know if i should say that but thanks for having me on thanks for uh, the show plug and uh you are by far and away the most listened to episode of the entire thing so and and, and the guest spot had nothing to do with cowboys so as a teaser, you're just going to have to go on over to less than 2,000 on the same uh, podcast platforms that you can find Cowboys Not Eggheads and, and scroll down to June of 2020 and, and see what that's all about. So why would you want to come on today, Chad? Well, let me start with this. You've known me for a long time. As he sits looking at me with his arms crossed. So here it comes. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm just saying we, we've, we've been in the foxhole together on a lot of projects, a lot of work. We've, we've, we've known each other for a long time. We are complete polar opposites and I think, a lot of ways. As you've always said, I'm the friendly, oh, happy, always smiling, love to give hugs. And um, you're the opposite of that. You're stern and um, quite scary at times. And so Scary? Yeah, you're stern. Now, the reason that I wanted to come on is I've sat here and listened to you over and over and over again, talk to people about eggheads and cowboys, and always, 100% of the time, whenever you talk about cowboys, you immediately think of ranching and, and a true cowboy, and I'm sitting here sort of offended because you probably don't look at me as much of a cowboy because I'm more of a soft and doughy guy, but I sure as crap do not associate with eggheads at all. So I am offended about what you think of me 
And I want to know because there are a lot of people listening to this that I think egghead, are cowboys. He's an egghead. Egghead alert. Egghead alert, ladies and gentlemen. No, cowboy. No. He thinks he's a cowboy because he's a business guy. He's an entrepreneur. He definitely takes risks. But the way that he emotionally responds to things is vastly different than the way I do. Now, and you just saw an example of that. Chad's butt hurt because Chad doesn't think, or he, because Chad's been insulted. He thinks he has to be a rancher. He's insecure because he thinks that he's got to be a rancher to be a cowboy. Egghead alert. <laughs> What's your next question, Chad? You, no, you no. big this is wow okay this is not if anybody since this is a podcast my mouth is oh was open that entire time in shock of what you were saying shock. because here's the thing i'm not an egghead and you know that for a fact i can internalize and explain and emote sure but i i am i am moved by emotion not by facts i am, am you are a sensitive cowboy Okay, well, there we go. There we go. But I think that's what Some I'm of gonna... us call those cowgirls. But... Oh, shit. <laughs> no way, man. No way. I just think that, that you know, your audience, you, you're, you're many, many, many listeners out there. I'm sure some of them are trying to My think, 93% male audience, <laughs> yes. please listen to us, ladies. We are, I mean, that's why, you know, we, we, we want the ladies on, too. But I just think, like, what is it? Why... When there's so many, there's so many people in the world that are cowboys that don't associate as a cowboy. Well, I will, I will argue your premise that because I think I'm, I'm trying to think which podcast, but I, I, I going back, I, I think I we 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 talked about that. I think Jerry Cradiville asked me that. Like everything is is cowboy related is like ranch. You have to like. Although I, I think I now that I think about it, I couldn't answer the question. He he he's, he point point asked me point blank asked me, do you have to be a cowboy? If you're a true cowboy, do you have to grow up on a ranch? And I couldn't answer the question. But as time goes on and the more guests we have on, uh, I, I I don't think so. I mean, you know, Elon Musk, is he a cowboy? Yeah, he's a cowboy. I mean, he was he, does he know anything about ranching? No. So, yeah, you can have that cowboy attitude. You can have – or well, it's not even attitude. It's, 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 it's more perspective. It's um, – um, how you view the world, you can have that without. So I'm going to state this: for the record, you can be a cowboy without having grown up on a ranch, without knowing how to rope a calf. I don't know how to rope a calf. Um, and you, but you, you can still be that. So I hope that we've uh, uh, cured your insensitivity, and now maybe more girls will listen to us because. <laughs> You it saw my sensitive side here. Yeah. So moving forward. Like, and, and any any girls or boys that I've offended because of Chad's insecurities, if you shared those insecurities, I I, I apologize. Okay. For the record, Good. I'm not actually insecure about this. I just seriously wanted to know. But your emotional reaction was, it wasn't like, he's just wrong. It's more of like it was more of like he's just I'm I feel I I feel upset I feel hurt I need to share this with him. Well, true, but it was only because <laughs> but it was only because as time went on when you refer to cowboys your your show is cowboys not eggheads it's explore you explore 
all aspects of the contrast between those two. But every time you speak, I do. You refer to cowboys yeah, but, as ranchers. But but that's but that's only because that's what I relate to, Chad. I, I grew up on a ranch, and I, I I think I go immediately back to where. Why am I partial cowboy? I, again, I for the record, I've never. <clears throat> Never said that I'm 100% cowboy, but I would say that I'm more cowboy than egghead. I would think most people would agree with that. I agree with and, that 100%. And, and so why is that? Because I'm drawn back to my roots. So that's why that is. I can't, I mean, I can't jump in your shoes. As to, so why are you a cowboy? Why do you think you're a cowboy? I mean. I feel like, and this is from having listened to all of your episodes, not just some. Uh, uh, several times because the poor guy edits the things. Exactly. Uh, when I think of a cowboy, when I think of the meaning behind the show, your show, I picture a cowboy as somebody who is going to jump in and is able to fix a problem without analyzing a ton of data. I picture cowboys as somebody who's not afraid to take a leap of faith and jump into something that they believe to be intrinsically right. Whereas an egghead is somebody who has to sit down and really... Really, really think ponder through. and reflect and and wonder why Sam mentioned that cowboys are always on the ranch and <laughs> and I can't be a cowboy <laughs> because I'm not on the ranch. But am I a cowboy this, this is, or am I not? This is very quickly going to turn into your most explicit uh, episode ever if this continues. No. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like I think that's a cowboy. I mean, a cowboy is somebody, or cowgirl is somebody who, it has nothing to do with ranching. It's it's about action. It's about movement. It's about it's about inspiring I and agree. getting things done. I agree, and that's why one of the primary reasons I started the podcast was because I, the pandemic was unbelievable. You know, a lot of podcasts started because of the pandemic, but I specifically was, I was amazed at the way different people reacted to the pandemic. Uh I, I got one side of folks and friends, dear friends of mine, that were flat out fearful for their lives. Well, sure. And I did not understand, nor did I relate to it. But, but, but that's and so you're... I wanted to convey why I don't feel that way. And so thus the, the, the podcast sort of started... And it, it it it's just it's kind of like here's why I'm wired the way I am. Everybody's wired differently, um, but that's why the you know just because I grew up on a ranch does not mean that I'm a cowboy, and just because you didn't grow up on a ranch doesn't mean you're not. So there you go. There you go. Okay. Well then, problem I wanna, solved. I want to. I want to. I want to ask you that. I want to ask you this then. Uh-huh. Why did you wear a mask when you didn't have to? Uh, I can't think of a time that I did where I didn't have to. Did I? Oh, absolutely. I sat when? there and watched you take it on and off at a restaurant where you didn't have to. And and where? When was it? Uh, this is five months ago, maybe. Hmm. Five six months Masking ago. Asking politics, boys yeah. and girls. So I mean, I, and was I even it a asked crowded you, restaurant? It was a crowded restaurant, and it's a restaurant that's maybe going to be, be shut down soon, but. The, oh, that one! Yeah, yeah, the one we're going to after this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but I but hope I, somebody buys it. I out literally, there in yes, case it, it goes under. But anyway, um, why did I do that? Well, that's a fair question, and uh, I because I I don't the, the the reason that I did is I I think it was really because I think at that time it was five six a month. Remember, right after Christmas during the holidays, mm-hmm. 
uh, COVID cases were up, and I I did not want to. I'll be the honest reason is because my mother-in-law is uh, uh, suffering from cancer and we wanted to be very um, respectful of that. And I didn't, I just want to mitigate if there was any truth to the masking, then I wanted to err on the side of caution for my mother-in-law. I personally, you know, you know, check out episode two if you really want to know what I think about <laughs> Oh, I masks. remember. Yeah, exactly. So, no, um, I'm, I'm with you. And I mean, that's, that's a very the, valid point. the answer is honestly because of my mother-in-law. Okay, fair enough. That that makes sense. See, cowboys are honest. But I will say the reason why there were so many people running scared was because we were told that if you're told someone, they they say that well, constant who negative told, news. Who told them that? Constant negative news is as detrimental to your health as a smoking habit. It mentally deteriorates. There are studies on this. So well, if you're we're, told we're, we every see day, it right now, opioid opioid cases are outside the are, are out the of control. Uh, kids suffering from mental illness, high school kids, it's through the roof. Suicide. I mean, all of it. And. Um, and we're I'm shaking my that. head, and and I think it's a. Tw- I I mentioned this in episode whatever the one with Sheila Barden. That we're gonna pay the piper on this thing for a long time. I still believe that, and I'm seeing it. But um, and you're gonna sadly, I think we're gonna see it for a long time. To Twenty come years, because a generation. Yeah, I mean now you're starting to see the the articles of of why even though the mask mandates are over and the CDC says it's okay once you've been vaccinated, now there's articles coming out on why people are still not removing their masks. This is. This is is fear at a very heightened, very heightened level, and well, I, and I guess I respect people that do it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go up to them and punch them in the face if they're wearing a mask. Well, but, I would hope not. But I, I do. I you, you one has to wonder if they are vaccinated in a logical sense. Why why on earth are you still wearing a mask? Um, I don't know. It's a conundrum, and I I don't know. It's it's. Um, this is where this is where there's a there's a blend of of keeping your fellow human beings and you know it's like you didn't want your your mother-in-law to get sick and so out of respect you, you out of respect wore a mask. And I erred I erred on the side of absolute caution, caution and frankly which, I, I think she wanted me to yeah, you know which I think is she good, knows that I'm around groups yeah which is it's good. just a respect deal yeah which is good but there's also we've lived for over a year of this pandemic being in a state of of fear of getting sick and and a lot of people have lived that way and not just some Many, many, the vast majority of people. I think there's 20% of the American workforce that won't take a job if they can't work from home now. And what do you and think I, that's going to do to our economy? Uh, and that's I not a know. political question. That's no, what do you think it's going to do? I don't. I, I, you know, hopefully it doesn't have the biggest impact as, as I think that you think it will. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're I, already. I mean, hopefully, if a happy workforce is productive, is would be my biggest hope. McDonald's is offering fifty dollars to applicants to just come in and apply. Right. What is happening to the world? What? Where is? 
We have a workforce. We have eight, what is it? We have millions, I can't remember the number, but it was millions of people still unemployed from from the pandemic, but yet businesses are having a hard time finding well, a workforce. And it's simply because, I mean, uh, we try not to get political on here, but it's, it's a straightforward argument of if, if I'm getting paid $1,000 a month from unemployment and my job gives me 800 bucks a month and I'm working my butt off and got a lot of stress, then why am I... Why am I working? Why am I doing it? I mean, that's really, think about it. It's almost a cowboy decision. It's almost a straightforward decision. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> Make a, more a, money at a home? is greater okay. than B, <laughs> and I don't have to be putting effort to get to A. Yeah. And I have to get an effort to B, so why in God's name do I want to do B? Yeah. Um, it's a real problem. Well, here in the state of Nebraska, we have a governor that has got some stones, and he stood up and um, ended that. Because, well, there's a lot of states because that are there are that. there. I mean, I was I was in Columbus, Nebraska, at the post office here a month ago, and just I heard this guy who has got a lawn mowing business, and he he can't he can't find anybody to work for him because of that very reason. And and a lot of his employees are like going out on their own and supplementing their income by mowing you know half a dozen lawns or whatever. Yeah. So he's he's losing his employees and he's losing people mowing his. I mean, it's like it's you know businesses are going to have to adapt and businesses will adapt. Um, they will. But uh, I mean, I'm hearing I'm hearing stuff it, like like places are turning to robots for right their for their restaurant. Bad. I mean, bad deal. I mean, it, it, you know, I, I you know one of them when I when I was growing up, one of my first. Uh, teaching lessons was social interaction with the server at a restaurant um because that's you know you, you have to interact with that person in sure. public and i was very shy and um you know my dad would not if, if we had to do an order we had we were to a we were making the order nobody was making the order for us we were ordering the food yeah B, we had to look that server in the eyes when we when we made that order, or we would be in trouble. And so now you're removing that. A robot does it. So yeah. what what effect does that have on society? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, the social interactions have have, have declined. Have declined in general, general <laughs> simply because of social media. And now we're not we're not going to be around other people. We're just going to stay in our homes, sucking our thumbs. I'm going to leave that in there because that's what I think a lot of people are doing. Um, <laughs> and remember, you know, we're not talking you, you politics can't, You here. can't go through life, you know, what's the old animal ask you, you know, drunk, dumb, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Well, being being freaking, you know, being uh, stuck in a fetal position, sucking your thumb at home is no life to go through life either. Well, I don't know. It's it okay. You can upsides. laugh. You can laugh. It, it, it enhanced. He, he just laughed well, and I, covered it up. He put I, his hand over his mouth. I, no, You're supposed I, to laugh. Well, I wanted to give you the room to, to, you to laugh, get past it. I was laughing while you were yeah, talking, uh, and I wanted yeah, you to you get your joke on. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean, it's... Um, I mean, and you've seen this with me. How many times have you sent me an email and then I call you? you know, to me, the the human interaction is what is vital There's no substitute. to a life sustaining society yeah my experience in business there's just no substitute for if you got a problem get on the phone i mean you can't you have to be able to communicate with people um and um you know i guess being on the phone isn't necessarily scenario, but you have to be able to, to to talk to someone in person as well and and you know having good phone skills and having good interpersonal skills are important, but they're being diminished because now it's now it's a text or it's an email or it's a picture on Instagram or whatever. <laughs> and name. no, no. And, and I, I mean, I'm not, I, I listen. If you look up Sam, he's on all that, all those platforms too. And and 
too much so. But I, I still pride myself on being able to sit across someone in my in my studio and have a have a conversation. And 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 you're and you're pretty damn good at it too. I'm not trying to thank suck you. up to you or thank anything you. to keep being your producer. But well, thanks, you, Dad, for you, making you me are. talk to the waiter and look at him, look at him in the eyes. I wish I knew your father, because he. Oh, you would have laughed. He it, was funny, and he reminds me not on the comedy side, but on on the way he raised you. It reminds me a little bit of how I was raised because there was nothing that was always just done for us. I mean, I've I. You know, I made my first $60 when I was six or seven years old. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. I was always looking for a way to get ahead, and I always said I was said six or seven no years one. old. My mom was paying us a penny per nanny line, and, and um, you know, I have a friend of mine who was like you, and by God, he, he had like 10 bucks worth of freaking nanny lines dug up. Um, yeah, a I'm going to earn it. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to earn and it. My brother and I got pretty bored after about a dollar and a half, so, um, you know... <laughs> Well, picking dandelions is pretty boring. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I was I was much more of like I drew a bunch of pictures and sold them in the neighborhood. Really, it was they were like five to ten cents Easter photos, and like literally, I think one person felt bad and gave me like forty bucks. Oh, there you go, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but you but, made it. You understood it. But I made it, and and I think I've taken that into my entire life and in everything that I do. It's all communication. I think that that's what we're getting away from. And as we move more to ro- robots, as we've been trapped inside. As we're using our phones more often, this is going to turn into a bigger social issue than I think we realize. And I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I do too. I hope you're wrong too. It's sad. It is sad. And is that how we're... As our former president said. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. There's, that's all we have to say. There's no answer for the problem because we're both going to get on our phones and our computers and then not talk for a few minutes true. at a certain point. But, true. you know... But, all right, well, thanks for making me feel a little less... Uh, what are we at? This is Chad. Edit this out. Yeah. Where are we at? 22. Are we at 22? See, I try to get it's to gold. 22. It's gold. Uh, but, all right, well, thanks. Hey, for, you're welcome, and you're welcome to weigh in any time, Producer Chad. Um, we, I'm going to start just dropping have, lines we'll, in. We'll have regular... Yeah, well, boy. I'm offended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just You'll be proofing your spot, and just you'll say so. I'm offended. Oh, my. I'm offended. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Why not? Why not? There's no fact checking. It's just I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for the plug for less than two thousand. Thanks for letting me weigh in. Yeah, thanks check him out. It is. A, he's got a really. He's put a lot of. Um, Chad's put a lot of time into his podcast, and it's if anybody's between the ages to say. Well, it doesn't matter how what age you are, but if 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 you're between the ages, say I'd say thirty five and forty five, you're really gonna like his podcast. Yeah, you're really in the really gonna there. like understand what I mean because I'm I'm fifty three almost, and there are uh, some of his stuff I will listen to, and others I'm just like I don't I don't know what they're talking about here. So check it out. <laughs>